Hey there traders, looking to take the guesswork out of trading and only 10 minutes a day? Then you need to head on over to AIStockTradingSystem.com right now, where you can get our five-step system to take the guesswork out of trading in only 10 minutes per day. And the only place to get that is at AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com. Hey there traders, today I'm gonna to show you how to create your own stock watch list and why everyone needs a watch list of their own on today's How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast. This is the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. Today's episode is produced in partnership with FinClub.ai. Trade with confidence and leverage the power of artificial intelligence in your trading starting today. Go to finclub.ai to get two free weeks of AI stock picks and save 15% when you use the code SAVE15. That's at finclub.ai. Now, one of the most important things you can do as a trader or investor is have your own stock watch list. Now, what is a watch list? Well, it's a list of companies that you've decided fit your own risk criteria. Now, that's super important here because you can't just pick anything. You've got to narrow down your focus. I mean, if you were to go look at the S&P 500, there's literally 500 stocks to choose from, and they shouldn't all be all on your, your watch list there. So you've got to take the time to figure out what stocks matter to you, why they matter to you, and then put them on your own watch list. And it's really just to help you focus, right? Because there are so many stocks to choose from, you could spend days or months or years looking at all of them, looking at all the charts, looking at all the options, looking at all the stock prices, etc. Or you can just have your own watch list and you've got only a handful to choose from. It's going to make your life easier and it's going to allow you to better know those stocks and better know if it's something you do or do not want to trade. Now, when I first started trading, I definitely didn't have a watch list. In fact, uh, I would actually just look on a screen and say, you know, basically if stock A is going up, oh, I need to sell stock A or I need to buy stock A. And if, um, if the market was going down, I was looking for leveraged inverse ETFs, right? I remember like one of my favorite trades was doing a three times leveraged ETF going up or going down. And I had no basis behind that, but it was just my tiny watch list, right? It was either I was in a stock or out of the stock, or I would be choosing a leveraged ETF based on a market indice. Now, as I later grew and found more things that I like to trade, I would be removing uh, stocks from my list and I'd be adding others. And you should be doing that on your watch list on a day-to-day -day or week-to-week -week basis is adjusting it for what makes sense to you. What's really there to fit your own risk profile today? Because that's what matters. So my watch list has about 15 stocks in it. And they change from day-to-day -day and week-to-week, -week, just like I was saying a minute ago. But you can start with the big list and then start to whittle it down. Like, for example, um, I only trade the most liquid stocks in the S&P 500. And then I'm only looking at stocks that are strong if the S&P 500 is above its own 10-day moving average. So now I've taken my watch list from all the stocks. I've only listed ones that are the most liquid, which could mean anything to you. It might mean that it trades a million shares a day, or it might mean that the option contracts at the, uh, at the money strike price are trading a thousand in a single day. I mean, you've got to decide your own liquidity tolerances there. But that's where I start. I get my, my liquidity, right? The most liquid stocks. 
And then after I've got the most liquid stocks, I'm looking at the market in general. Is it above its 10 day moving average? Is it below? If it's above, I'm looking for strong stocks. If it's below, anything that is strong is going against the tide of the market. And when, when they're out of sync, it could cause you problems. So I'm looking for strong stocks when the S&P is above its 10 day moving average. So then at that point, I'm looking at the stock price itself. Is the price of that stock above its 10 day moving average? If it is, that's good. So now we've got their liquid, the S&P is above its 10 day moving average, the stock itself is above its 10 day moving average. Now this is the point where I'm starting to say, okay, the market, the tide, everything is flowing in uh, one direction. I wanna make sure I get on board with that. So then that's when I go one step further and start timing my entry. This is beyond the watch list. The watch list I've already decided, hey, these are good stocks. They're above their 10 day. The S&P is above its 10 day, so they match. They're most liquid. And now I'm looking to get in based on the 65 minute, five and 20 exponential moving average crossover. And I've made lots of videos on that. So you should definitely go through the history to look for that whenever uh, you get a chance sometime. So now the 65 minute, five and 20 exponential moving averages are, have crossed over. I'm ready to go in. And it may only be three stocks in the entire world that fit that criteria. They are the most liquid. They are above their 10 day. The S&P is above its 10 day. Now the five and 20 exponential moving averages have crossed over. I've whittled my watch list down from potentially thousands to maybe three, maybe two, maybe zero. Now there's nothing wrong with having zero on your watch list. That just means that there's no stocks that fit your personal risk criteria. There's a, a quote in Market Wizards, and I forget who said it, but they said basically that, you know, you wait 90% of the time, maybe 80% of the time until everything is set up the way that you want to see it. And then when it's there, you go and you make your trade and it's just like picking money up off the floor. Now I'm not, I'm not saying it's going to be that easy, but that is the mentality here is you wait, your watch list sets you up. So you're not distracted. So you are focused on what matters. Hey, do me a favor down below. Tell me some of the stocks that are on your watch list in the comments and why they're on their on your watch list now. So what are some of the other criteria that I look for to put a stock on my watch list? Well, number one is liquidity. You've heard me talk about it before and it means everything. You've got to find the most liquid stocks, right? And then for me, because I trade options, I look for the stocks that have options first off, because not all of them do. And then second, the options that are trading with lots of volume. I wanna see several hundred, even several thousand, if I can get it, on the uh, strikes there that, that are at the money being traded on a daily basis. Because that tells me I can get into a trade and I can get out of a trade at the price that I want and not the price that I have to take. When, uh, when I was first started trading, I was trading earnings on the symbol AKAM. And I remember um, I couldn't get out of the trade. And I was like, ah, oh, I gotta get out real quick. Ah, oh, I don't know what to do. And because it was not a liquid stock like we're talking about here, I couldn't get filled at my uh, limit order. I always do limit orders because that way I know what price is gonna be executed at. Now I had to put in a limit order, uh, a market order. And then the next thing I know, it was a huge loser on the trade. It went from a nice winner to a huge loser because I put it in as a market order, which you shouldn't do when you're trading options, just limit orders. And then second, because it was a liquid, the only way it was getting filled was at that price, which was a loser. If it was getting filled at a, a winning price for me, it would have, right? The brokers look out for you in your best interest, or at least they do a tasty works. So that's the one I use. And because it wasn't able to get filled 
for a profitable trade, it was filled at an unprofitable trade. Even though it looked great on the screen, I couldn't exit it. And that's why liquidity trumps everything. Now, the second thing that I look at is movement. Uh, I trade directionally. There's, there's option traders out there that try and trade neutral, but I try and trade directionally. Meaning, like we talked about before, if the S&P is going up, the stock price is going up, I wanna make sure I'm going long. I don't wanna be neutral in that trade. I wanna be going with the flow, with the tide, with the trend. And because of that, I wanna find stocks that are moving. And it, it, it could be anything, right? It could be Apple, it could be Tesla, it could be whatever. I don't really care, but I do care that it is moving. Because if it's not moving, then people aren't interested. Does that make sense? Like people have got to be getting in and out of a stock for it to move in the first place, which drives more liquidity, which then makes the movements happen. See how it's all tying together? And finally, the last thing that I look at whenever I'm putting a stock on my watch list is awareness. Now, there's obviously thousands of stocks out there. And then, uh, you know, if you're, if you're gonna put something on, you should know how that stock reacts. Like there's some stocks like Disney. I won't short Disney ever for any reason. Disney is on my list of unshortables. I'm only long Disney. And it's not because I care about Disney. It's not because I love Mickey Mouse or anything like that. It's because by knowing that stock, I've seen it go down, down, down. And then the next day be up 8%, 9%. And you know, you're thinking you're going with the trend and then all of a sudden it's up 8% the next day, you're toast. So that for me really is the number three criteria of how I find stocks for my watch list. Is it something that I am aware of? And if it's not, that's okay. That's when you add it to your, your watch list or maybe even your secondary watch list and you just start watching it, right? You just take a look at it every once in a while, see, oh, okay, I see in the morning it behaves this way. Oh, I see in the, the middle of the afternoon, liquidity dries up and nothing happens. Oh, I see in the last 30 minutes, it's always moving up and down strongly or whatever the case is. So that's the three criteria I look at whenever I'm putting trades or, or not trades, but whenever I'm putting stocks on my watch list is number one, liquidity, number two, movement, and number three, awareness of the stock. I've written a short guide on how you can use the triple stock profit system. It's the secret weapon every investor needs right now to change your financial future. And you can get it for free by visiting triplestockprofits.com or in the links below. Also, if you want to join a community of traders just like you, you can get free access to the elite membership that has even more resources to help you trade faster and trade smarter. So listen, I hope that you found this episode useful where you can start working on your own watch list. Every trader, every investor, everybody who deals in the financial markets really should have their own watch list. It can be long, it can be short, but the point is, is that you're focusing on the ones that matter to you, eliminating the noise, and eliminating anything that doesn't fit your risk parameters. So listen, thank you so much for tuning into today's How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast. Make sure you like, subscribe, and enable notifications. That way you never miss any of the tools, tips, and tricks that we upload every single week to help you trade faster and trade smarter. And I'll see you on the next episode. 10MinuteStockTrader.com content is for information and educational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be, trading or investment advice or recommendation that any security, futures contract, options contract, transaction, or other financial instrument or strategy is suitable for any person. Trading securities can involve high risk and the potential for total loss of any funds invested. 10MinuteStockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell, through its content, financial programming, or otherwise, does not provide investment or financial advice or make investment recommendations. Investment information provided may not be suitable for all investors and is provided without respect to the individual investors and audience's financial sophistication, financial situation, investing time horizon, or risk tolerance. Tim and StockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell are not in the business of trading securities trades, nor does it direct client commodity accounts or give commodity trading advice. 
tailored to any particular client situation or investment objectives. 10MinuteStockTrader.com and Christopher Yule are not licensed financial advisors, registered investment advisors, or registered broker-dealers. Stocks, options, futures, futures options, and other financial instruments not included here involve risk and are not suitable for all investors. You alone are responsible for making your investment and financial trading decisions and for evaluating the merits and risks associated with the use of any financial security and broker platform. For more information, please visit 10MinuteStockTrader.com legal. And thanks for stopping by.